0: Record. do I my record You know what, let's start off with that. Keep doing what you're doing, you know, this is three guys.
1: And who should all those female listeners tell about the show? They should tell your mama and your boo-boo too. There it is. There you go, everybody. Okay, you know what, we should start off with that portion of it, not what I said.
2: Oh, okay. Yeah. That sounds That sounds reasonable.
1: Plus, it makes it all sound mysterious and shit. Like, what did he say? What was he talking about? Girls love that. They love a little bit of <laughs> mystery. That's right.
2: There's Ooh. no way Eric's homophobic. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> Speaking of homophobic,
1: episode 47. <laughs> the 37th parallel. Yeah. The gayest parallel. The 27th iteration of... I don't know Fucking I was just trying <laughs> but to... But we that. still accept
2: it, though. Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah. i, I 37th not a gay and, way.
1: 37th is for everybody. Just That's Just like right. Valor Club. That's right. <laughs> I mean oh, it in the most positive and uplifting way. My girlfriend, uh, shout out to Jackman, uh, fucking got a, a Valor Club, one of the, the rainbow ones. She fucking loves it. It looks great on her. I told her it's she needs to wear shirt. it to the yeah. gym, yeah. but
2: then she put me in a flying arm bar, and I was like, it okay, happens. I'll never yeah. I'll never fucking... Never tell it. her
1: what to... You know what she was going to, but now she's not going to, she just because she says something. She knows what to do. Yeah. Girl power. She reminds me of it all the time. Don't tell me what to do. Yeah. Look. So, anyways,
2: the thirty seventh parallel, which is the extraterrestrial super highway yep. of the United States of America. Highway and byway. Yeah. So we're not on the highway to hell. We're on the highway to heaven, baby.
1: Highway to the. Or maybe we are parallel. on the highway to
2: hell because it might go
0: underground. Ooh, oh, maybe. Right.
2: But if you continue listening, you'll find out. So with that said, everybody, enjoy the show. Ooh.
1: As you, as oh, you dude,
2: pull out a fucking, out a fucking knife.
1: knife. Oh my god, I'm scared. So, dude, I'll that is I'll...
2: the most Danny Trejo moment of your
1: life right now. <laughs> I was, I was
2: online. I was on the interwebs, right? Actually, I think it's a file. like, a,
0: yeah, like it's a, a nail file. file. But it's got a little <laughs> can opener. I do have a knife on here.
1: That, well, well, not... still, for art, that is the most Danny Trejo moment of his life. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> so The nail file bottle opener. I was scared. <laughs> I know, me too. I thought I was going to get circumcised <laughs> again. So get this shit.
2: So I'm online,
1: right? I got it, yep.
0: I almost said
2: it. Lay it down. All right, so I've been hanging out with
0: Jacob for like right, yep. a while now, and I'm like, a while, yo. From time to time, some of that time to time, some, some of that um, wrestling shit bleeds over. So it I just led, kind of, baby, I just learn stuff, over, you know. Baby, I don't really yo. I don't really watch it, but mm-hmm. you know, what you learn. But I learn, I learn, you know. i when when you're in the game, you're in the game, and you're in the game. So um, this time guy, to play the game. So this guy posted this thing posted on the interwebs saying on the interwebs saying. <laughs> There's a Mandela effect Oh shit, son. involving wrestling. Can oh, you guys shit. tell me right now, at the same time, on the count of three, can you guys tell me what The Rock's catchphrase was? On the count of three. One, two, three.
2: Do you, you, smell you smell what, what The Rock, rock is, cooking, is
0: cooking? You look like confused. You guys were both wrong. <laughs> okay, what was it? That was the Mandela effect. But anyways, I guess it's, uh, if you smell what The Rock is cooking. Yeah. So he went on this huge thing, and I was like, oh, I know that. Because he always asks, like, the question. Like, he's constantly, like, asking people mm. questions for no reason, <laughs> yeah, yeah. which is one of the reasons that it yeah. always annoyed me. But, uh, yeah, I guess people always It go, doesn't
1: matter what your answer yeah, to my question is. Yeah, man, was. I-, I
0: was just kind of like, man. I don't know. I'm I just sorry, wanted like to. What? I thought that was the dumbest Mandela effect.
1: You were like, what? It what? doesn't matter. <laughs> no, you no. What? You, what man. Man, man, so he said. Man, I'm sorry. I killed. It. I was trying to oh, be your hype man. man. Still, sorry. Uh-huh. Later on, later on, I'll be your hype man. Later. Anytime. But you anyway. said
2: you hated the Rock for asking questions. But one of the biggest like catchphrases for Stone Cold Steve Austin was what? what? Yeah, but what? he's not cool when he
0: does it. It's yeah. to it, the point like that every redneck.
1: Like, well, that, that's, he is a drunk redneck. He's not <laughs> like a drunk redneck. What? He is a drunk redneck. What? He's a freely admitted drunk
2: redneck. Yeah. Did he pull a gun on someone? <laughs> yeah, Brian Pillman. No, actually, <laughs> it was the other way around. That's a that's a Mandela effect in itself. Now, Brian Pillman, <laughs> he broke into Brian Pillman's house to beat his ass, and then the, the RAW ended with like Brian Pillman pulling out a fucking uh, nine millimeter handgun on Stone Cold Steve Austin, uh-huh. and the camera just like goes to snow and it's like, sh- 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 and you have to wait like a whole another week to find out if Stone Cold Steve Austin died. He survived. Yeah.
1: I I hit him with a stunner and survived getting shot in the chest sixteen
2: times. I stone cold the bullet itself. And did it. I, stone, <laughs> I wanted. It.
0: I just. I stunned the bullet. I just. Had, I just had that's the bottom line.
1: I just had images of Randy Orton saving someone's life because you know, fucking in a back alley somewhere, someone's getting mugged. There's mugger takes a shot and then out of nowhere Randy Orton comes and KOs the bullet. <laughs> RKO's the bullet just fucking like I don't know. You guys were supposed to be in Denver today. What the fuck are you doing out here in Houston? <laughs> uh, everybody yeah, gets saved alive, man. And Randy Orton goes away and he wins his match against. Is that the party. what the voices in his head say? <laughs>
3: <I> got voices <laughs> in my head they talk
1: to oh me? Oh my god, that song, his Randy Orton's theme song is so ridiculous. Fuck, I hate I hate Randy Orton's theme. But I love Randy Orton. I hate Randy Orton theme song. Do you know what I've grown to dislike Randy Orton. Really?
2: Yeah. He's like
1: every match is boring. I I, I think he's I think that he is uh like he's like Triple H and that he's just like a great all around fucking wrestler. Like Triple H, Randy Orton, Seth Rollins, I feel like that's like a lineage right there. That, that they're, <laughs> they're not necessarily like high flyers or like the purely technical wrestler, yes. like the pure wrestler. Or and not the, to bore our audience,
2: but I feel like Seth Rollins is heads and tails above both of them. Because Dude,
1: agreed. He,
0: <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I have no <laughs> idea. But anyways. Well, but I think, I think for the generations,
1: <laughs> I think that they're perfect. I think that they are. I mean, a, a young Triple H right now probably wouldn't get over like he did, you know, in the early 90s. Or like Randy Orton did in the 2000s, but I think Seth Rollins for you know uh, he's he's perfect. But I think he's that variation he's right now. He's Shawn Michaels. Yeah, yeah. Okay. He is Shawn is, Michaels.
2: yeah. He's Shawn Michaels. He's Shawn Michaels. But anyways, fans, if you haven't turned this off, uh, what episode? What are we doing this episode? This is uh, wrestling. Uh, okay, WrestleMania Part Three. WrestleMania. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, we're talking about the 37th parallel on our 37th episode. Oh fuck! No, this
0: is
1: I, like I, I'm just kidding, But we should have done it on the 37th. Episode. I studied the 19th parallel fucking god damn it i'm sorry. this is what happens when we don't and text you know, i did either. see
0: an interview with uh the, the lady that was interviewing the guy that wrote the book and then he's like okay so you wrote a book called the 39th parallel
2: and he was like what <laughs> no he didn't so this is episode 47 i checked our oh, iTunes right close news close so. enough yeah I mean, we're just yeah. 10 off but the f- episode 47 the 37th parallel. Yeah. So, Art, you're the man that put me on the game about the 37th parallel.
0: I think I brought this up to you during our, like, fourth episode or whatever. Our fourth
2: and eighth episode. So, episode four is when we just generally talk about conspiracy theories. One of our most downloaded episodes of all time. And then episode eight, the triple X files where we talk about aliens and shit. This comes up, you know, in more detail. And I think we go over it, you know, a couple of times, like when we bring up Bigfoot, like when we bring up the Chupacabra, when we brought up the Okigahara, the yep. Suicide Forest, a lot of things that we brought up throughout the um, the the years or the months or whatever, they're doing this podcast. Um, a lot of this happens within the 36th parallel. It might not happen on the 37th parallel, but it happens within it. So, Art, do you want to tell everybody what the 37th parallel is, since you are a resident oh, expert man. on this? I don't know what it is. Oh, God, and <laughs> that's the end of the show there you go good night guys this is <laughs> the last time i buy you a <laughs> no, bang energy drink no, no, no.
0: so basically uh it, you know it's the, the parallels is that what the, the latitude the, lines The latitude lines we have latitude
2: and longitude so on the latitude yep.
0: lines on the 37th
2: parallel which is what the 37th degree it's thirty seven degrees above the equator now there's yeah. 37th de- degree north and there's 37th degree south there we're what we're talking about today is a 37th degree north correct correct Dr. yeah,
1: that is, yeah that, is, that is correct that is my official prescription 37th degree north 37th degree north although technically we're talking not just of the 37th 30, parallel we're kind of talking about the area between the 36th and the 38th yeah but because of the 39th it, as well yeah to, yeah yeah a little bit uh-huh. like dc and whatnot but, yeah, and, and the reason why it's called a parallel is because none of the latitude lines ever intersect, unlike the longitudinal lines, which intersect at the North and the South Pole. Mm-hmm. So, you know, mm. Santa's sitting up there at the, the north, north Pole, like right there. <laughs> and, uh, you That's why lines. Eric's on man. this podcast. Man. Side note, side note, during this research, real quick, I got to get this out there, all right? I don't know if this is true or not. I need someone to figure to, to, to let me know, all right? Um, looking at the 37th parallel, the 37th parallel goes across four corners, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right so, Arizona, uh, Utah, 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 Colorado, Colorado, and New Mexico, Mexico, right? Okay. According to the map that I saw, the Four Corners Monument, the spot where if you're standing in the four corners, you are in four states at once, mm-hmm. it is just barely to the southeast of the actual intersection of the borders. Oh, that's fucking The cheap. actual intersection of the borders is actually like in the middle of one of the buildings that's used for parking or some shit like that. Like it's, it's literally like 30 feet off. <laughs> I need someone to verify this shit for me because that that just pisses me off. That and I, seems about that's, right. That's you know fuck everything else that we're going to talk about here today. That's my conspiracy, goddamn it. That's what I want to know Dang. about. I, know I blame that. John McCain. There you go. That's right. So the first time I heard about it was, and
0: I br- I brought this up when we were talking about the Suicide Forest. Mm-hmm. That I brought up that there's a place, and I think it's in uh, West Virginia because mm-hmm. it goes over uh, the Brownie Mountain Lights. Yep. So, so did that come up in your research at all?
2: A lot of it. But basically, what we want to introduce everybody: the 37th Parallel is basically what, according to Ben Mezrich, is the UFO or paranormal super highway. So there is a high, like if you look at a map of Los Angeles for uh, for instance, you have you know your main freeway systems, which is like the 101 or something like this. The 37th Parallel is what they believe to be um, the main highway for you know paranormal and um, extraterrestrial activity and then there's little offshoots that come off of it but this is like the main um blah, 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 the blah. main
1: the main street, if the, you main highway, street. the main highway the main highway so in other words like there's different uh just just like a yeah, yeah. just like a regular highway you know there's not like the one road that connects everything mm-hmm. like there's there's uh intersections and there's smaller highways and byways and um cul-de-sacs and whatnot mm-hmm. and this is just the super highway that connects everything
2: oh yeah and it leads to Rome. Yep. Uh-huh. But, yeah, but a lot of this... min Rain rains. Yep. And so this all connects everything to, you know, Roswell, New Mexico. Uh, like, all these, like, things that happen. Bigfoot. Um, a lot of stuff happens when here. And even, like, in Greece and things like that. Like, over, overseas. So, and, like, I, you know... Mentioned before, Gahara. Yep. not on the thirty seventh parallel, but happens just above, or I think, yeah, above it at the thirty eighth. And then you also go to Egypt, where we also have, you know, Cairo, where you know the the pyramids and shit is at. So uh-huh.
1: Jacob just made his hands all big, like he was like the massive pyramids, yeah. grand
2: pyramids. I got a of this rock star. I know my <laughs> mind is going like a million miles an hour. Yeah,
1: because he had a delicious, wonderful, fantastic, energizing, and healthy, and just. All around makes you a better person. Bang, energy drink. Bang, zero energy drink. calories and zero sugars. This coronita tastes like marijuana. What's up with that? <laughs> god damn. I'm trying to get us money here, god damn it. I mean, bang. It's what's for dinner.
2: <laughs> Ding,
1: bang. <laughs> anyway, alright. So, anyways,
2: uh, did you guys read the book at all? No, but I want to one day. <laughs> okay.
0: It is a. I wouldn't say it's a tough read, but. Uh, it's not what I I thought, not at all what I thought it was gonna be. I thought it was gonna be like a, like, more of a, like a textbook type of read. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it kind of tells you more of the story of, um, I think it's Ben, okay. ben Mezrich. So, so
1: who? Yeah, okay. So tell us about who wrote the book. What is?
2: Uh, Chuck
1: something something. something?
2: Oh, okay. So the guy who wrote the book actually is Chuck Zukowski, who is a who was a former volunteer sheriff um i believe in what was it missouri yeah missouri i believe so missouri missouri missouri, uh, missouri. no i don't think no? that i think he's in colorado oh actually yeah it was in colorado yeah colorado in 2006 oh. yeah and he's in el paso colorado that yes. was our mandela effect for the day uh, it was missouri yeah. i swear sorry everybody i just got done doing eight hours of fucking yard work and stuff. the
0: reason i remember it was because i was like colorado has an el paso I was
2: like, <laughs> 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 side note art used to live in San Antonio. Not in El Paso. <laughs> I thought you were <laughs> going to say yeah, El Paso. Yeah, I was waiting for that. Like,
1: he used to live where? What? No, i Not in know El Paso.
2: Again. This bang has got me going to dimensions. <laughs> I can't even understand. He's got sand. some
1: amazing bang. Yep. Side note. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. Uh, I was going to say, side note, the, re, the real reason why Art Mare is because Colorado, they got good weed. That's what Art knew. Mm. <laughs>
2: got some good
0: weed, So, bro.
1: as you read the book, he tells you <laughs> a story of... Speaking of good weed.
0: When he's trying to become a police officer, he has to take a polygraph test, and he's like aced every test up until this point. And he this is the test that he's most afraid of because he knows that one of the questions is have you ever been arrested by any law enforcement? And or, or do you have a case file anywhere in, in in law enforcement like, you know, has anyone opened up a case file against you or something. And um he's like freaking out about it because when uh he used to camp out outside of Air 51 to try to like see if he could spy anything, uh these police officers stopped him and they they eventually let him go, but when he was taking the test and they asked him that question, he, he told them that story and they kind of like laughed him out of the building. They were yeah. like, oh, that's kind of dumb, but sure, you can still be a cop. They were like, that's so, <laughs> so random. But um, that's kind of where the book kind of almost starts. There's a little bit before that, but that's kind of like the beginning mm-hmm. of the book. So Where the meat gets into the, it. He starts going into Area 51 and the relationship between him and his
2: sister. Who is Debbie Ziegelmeicher or whatever. Siegelmeier.
1: Something very Nazi-sounding. Yeah, yeah. And
0: she's, she's a part of what organization? I or don't know if you have it on there.
1: I, I didn't see what the organization was. All that I saw was that she was herself a, uh, a hunter. A hunter or an investigator, depending on what the sources yeah. were. Yeah, a ufologist. Yeah.
0: Ufologist. Uh, I think it's like MUFA or something like that. I think that's it's, the... Yeah. MUFASA.
2: MUFASA. MUFASA, MUFASA,
0: MUFASA, I think it's... I, I,
2: I want to say the, the organization is called MUFA, like... So I don't know. But they hunt UFOs. Yeah. And they have a website, yeah. too. It's called ufologist.com or something I think like it's that.
0: namla.com.
2: Okay, yeah. 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 But yeah, that's where I did a lot of most of my research or whatever.
1: Because they break it. <laughs> <on> namla.com? Yeah.
2: in <laughs> porno. I mean, I mean, so Chuck that's and what his I sister it's Debbie.
1: on tape. This, someone's going to hear this, and they're going to hear that coming out of your mouth <laughs> years after Chuck. you died. <laughs> Damn it. I'm sorry, grandchildren. <laughs> no, no. No, he's not.
2: Pappy was a saint. <clears throat> ben anyway. So who's Pappy? Hey. Gang, Me, you. Pa- oh what? Oh
1: Pappy Pixton.
2: right? Pa- <laughs> <now>. <laughs> that doesn't sound like my grandpa' name, or what? no i just
1: that that is because i remember for years calling you papa Papa pixton and so that just is that's just a natural evolution that's what my My children children are he's getting older that's it yeah papa pixton now mind you his kids are going to be pixtons as well they're going to be pixtai but (laughs) (laughs) pixtai that's the plural (laughs) yep but (laughs) but they're still going to call him papa (laughs) pixton and then he's gonna be pappy pixton okay when i lose all my teeth and i'm
2: pixton white haired and shit buff grandpa Kane.
1: (laughs) Pappy Pixie and all the Pixie die.
2: (laughs) That's a a fucking... uh, The family reunion? The the Pixie family reunion? That's right.
1: Oh, God. I can see the shirts now. That's like a straight 70s show fucking family band kind of a situational comedy right there. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Pappy Pixie and the (laughs) Pixie. Well, like they
0: travel around in a minivan? That's right. Play music? That's right. At
1: parks? Uh Uh-huh. All psychedelic doubt. (laughs) Comes to find out years later that like three of them were on LSD the entire time. Two of them were fucking and all sorts of crazy shit was going on in uh, Peppy Pixie's tour bus. Damn, I have
0: a great life.
1: Dude, I never
2: <laughs> thought
0: about listening to this podcast years from now. It sounds interesting.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm kind of
2: scared, though, because I listened to the, our original uh, episode four, you know, just to like see what we've mentioned so far about the 37th parallel. And I was like, God damn, we sucked on those early episodes. <laughs> It was always, like, so, like, contrived. It was always, like, yeah. um, and then.
0: Oh, uh, did you, um, uh, your turn to talk. Uh. uh so, uh th- um, uh, yeah. <laughs>
1: Just remember that anything that you ever do in life will never be as infamous as anything that you ever recorded right now. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, there you
0: go. Speaking of right now, uh, I don't know if you think
2: uh, about <laughs> starting point I guess we've so Chuck Zukowski who is this volunteer sheriff in Colorado in 2006 so they were investigating the series of cattle mutilations that were happening you know where he was the volunteer sheriff at and so they couldn't explain what was going on and you know cattle mutilation is another phenomenon which we'll probably cover in another episode or whatever but there was just this weird Thing going on kind of and like it, with the chupacabra
0: the 37th parallel is a hotbed for cannibalism. HM. oh
2: yeah definitely and what he noticed is like all the cattle they were laying on to one side facing east to west uh, drained completely of their blood surgically their you know testicles and you know sexual yep. organs were removed
1: um, just but, but, indentations in the bones, yeah, yeah strange indentations. Their, in their tongues the would be missing. Their ears would be like an ear would be gone, and Sometimes all of the it hook hard,
0: is completely missing.
1: Yeah, but all of it's done surgically. Like when yeah. I first heard about cattle mutilations, uh, what I had pictured was you know like off the the cover of a Cannibal Corpse album mm-hmm. or something like that. You know, just this sloppy pile of gore and viscera. Just no, you know that used to be a cow. Like no, it, it's it's still very. Obviously, a cow, it's just clean. Yeah, exactly, clean. Surgically removed parts with the ground completely undisturbed around it. So I think what I'm going to do from now on is the absolute mess, that is going to be cattle mutilation. And then what actually is considered scientifically cattle mutilation, that's just going to be cattle mutes because I read that that's actually what they call it in, in the field. It's, oh, a, it's, really? a, it's a cattle mute, M-U-T-E, yep. And that's just amazing to me, because the, the cow doesn't have a tongue anymore, so it can't talk, so it's a cattle, Aww. it's a mute cattle. <laughs> ah. No, but seriously, they call it cattle mute. it's amazing. So the clean thing uh. is going to be cattle mute.
2: Nice. So anyways, the, the actual sheriffs, because mind you, he's Dwight Schrute at this point. He's yep. just a yep. volunteer sheriff, but he's helping them out. Uh, they can't figure out what's going on with this shit, and so what they're trying to pin it on is um, animal cruelty. Now, the textbook definition of animal cruelty is an actual physical human doing harm to an animal. And what um, Chuck is saying, he's like, no, this is something that's not human because, you know, his, you know, part-time or favorite pastime, you know, studying, you know, extraterrestrial paranormal activity – and he's like no this is something that's outside of the human realm you know yeah. this is something that you know your average cop you know that used to be a you know a backup quarterback for a local high school football team is not going to be trained for or familiar with you know this is something a lot deeper than you know just some farmer you know mutilating you know his competitor's cow yeah. you know and so he's trying to say no this is way above this so it ends it ends up with him getting in trouble with i guess the department it's an interview and the yeah. interview gets in trouble? Yeah, with the PR department or whatever. Like, no, this is just a case of, you know, a predator or, you know, animal cruelty. Which, you know, they keep contradicting themselves. Because yeah. it's obvious they don't know what's going on well, either. But they try to put a nice little bow on it so to they keep to people at bay. They try to
0: pin it on a biker gang. And, the yeah, and the biker gang, uh, they never really had any evidence against the biker gang. But um, they were saying that the biker gang was doing it in, like, a satanic ritual. That mm-hmm. they were... Uh, removing the sex organs and the heart to like eat the heart and the sex organs or something like that.
1: They were doing some Jack Parsons kind of shit. Yeah.
0: And so the biker gang um, was... Some of them like said, yeah, that was us. But then there was like no proof that it was any of them. Mm-hmm. And they all seemed kind of too dumb to do something like that. Yeah. So... um Yeah, so at the end, it it was kind of disproven that it was the biker gang at all.
1: I I would just love the idea, because like you said, I saw that uh, someone allegedly from a biker gang said, yeah, it was us. Like, I I, I would like to believe that in reality, that was a deep undercover plant. And like, just (laughs) grand instructions when it was like, just in the middle of all this stuff, oh, hey, some weird shit's going on with cows. Say you guys did it. You know, also keep, you know, fucking all of this shit and... Then that's all that it fucking was, you know. Yeah. Keep, you know, uh, make sure uh, uh, Johnny Two Nuts doesn't fucking slice anyone open <laughs> at the market. Johnny Two um, Nuts. Make sure that, uh, that you shirt. know this other guy doesn't you know sell too many drugs. Oh, by the way, say you guys mutilated a couple of cows. Um, here's the weapons deals that you gotta you know fucking <laughs> because it doesn't make any fucking sense for for someone to make uh, take credit for something like that when. What do you have to fucking possibly gain from it? What? Yeah. There's no notoriety. There's no like. And then too, I've never
2: heard of a satanic biker gang. I mean, I know yeah. the Mongols. I mean, I know all their fucking goal is to be is to live free and die hard and fucking, fucking bike. You know, there's Beat nothing. Bruce yeah. yeah, I don't. I don't know any like satanic biker gang. If there is, <laughs> no. this is like the. I mean one of the coolest slash dumbest thing i've ever heard in my <laughs> life so i mean i i don't know like it just sounds like one of those like scared like housewife things that just gets yeah. made up yeah, and like... this is
0: part of the satanic panic era
2: yeah so like they were trying to pin it on
0: anything satanic at all mm-hmm. so in the 70s when when uh cat emulation started to take hold and it was just like pin it on whoever was the nearest Non-local around, and it happened to fall in a biker gang. Right, mm-hmm. and it's so. it
1: starting to happen on such a wide, such a wide across area, a wide enough area, that it's obviously not just a bunch of local kids being dicks. If it, yes. it is, it it could have been satan. If if it had just been one town or whatever, I I'm, I fully believe it would have been like, oh, it was a satanic high schoolers, or yeah. you know, it was a goddamn fuck. Iron Maiden. It, exactly, <laughs> but because of the fact that it was over such a large area, it had to be a roving groups of sat uh, of satanists, and uh, oh. Fucking bikers. bikers. Hell's angels. They're not called hell's angels for nothing. Kind of shit. You know. <laughs> By the way, let's make that the next episode. Hell's angels. What That's not idea. a bad idea. We should
2: do hell's angels versus mongrels. Ooh. Ooh. Which one will we? Do? And then at the end, which one will we
1: join? Yeah. Well, yeah, I don't
0: I, know about We that. would. I wouldn't be allowed to join would, the hell's think, angels. Yeah. For right. skin color. Purposes.
1: I I just <laughs> imagine that uh, that would be a bad bad fucking like. Uh, I think you, you know might we chose be the we other chose other. we choose one side yeah. and then. Uh, uh, the other side comes for. I, don't for, know uh, I got all the recording equipment. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, if it, if it comes down to to those two, I, I uh, you know, I'm just not gonna say anything. I just I, I, just I gonna, won't be able to make a uh, put an opinion down on that. And that's I'm all just I'm just gonna, gonna bike with Tim Allen
2: and John Travolta and Martin Lawrence and that stupid ass fucking Wild Hogs movie. Oh, you know they and um, William H Macy. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. That's lovable redhead. <laughs> uh, anyways, so back to back to the story. So, oh yeah. So Chuck gets fired. You know, from the sheriff's. Or I, I, do you, can you get fired if you're a volunteer? I mean, uh, yeah. They were just he would just let go. They he, took away his like pin on badge. They let him go. Yeah. yeah. And
0: at this point, he was already known as the Moulder of Colorado, named after the X Files mm-hmm. series.
1: Yeah, I saw that. that that's so, actually pretty cool.
0: Yeah. They start calling him, and he's and there's this whole like little spin off time period where. Police officers from all over the state were, would call him and be like, "Hey, man, don't tell anyone, but I saw lights in the sky last night." Mm-hmm. And he started he started becoming more and more involved with that. And then, you know, obviously once the media pressure came on him, he kind of fucked up with that interview by, yeah. you know, sounding like a crazy person. Yeah.
2: So. Anyway. And so he calls his sister one day, and he was like, "And because Debbie also, she's like I said earlier, she's heavily involved in this arena as well," and calls her and says, "Hey." Because he starts researching all these cattle mutilations and he finds that, okay, they're all on the, you know, 37th longitude or latitude line. And so he calls his sister Debbie and he goes, hey, that one that you were telling me about the other day, that also was on the 37th latitude line as well. And so then they get together and they start mapping out, like, all these um, these cattle mutilations. And what they also find is, is that there's also a lot of, you know, UFO activity that happens yep. on here as well. The lights in the sky, the... Uh, <clears throat> The hum the uh the the hum. hum yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll definitely get into the hum because they in the book they go through the hum a lot yeah a lot of um u.s military bases like area 51 is on the 37th parallel all these yeah, there, yeah. Fort Knox, like all these like weird coincidences are just so happened to happen yeah. on the 37th parallel or just above or below it at either the 36th or the thirty eighth parallel yeah. as well, and I looked up too. I was like, okay, well, where do we sit here in Bakersfield? We're below it. Yeah, we're well below it. Uh, but the thirty seventh runs right through uh, San Jose, Sacramento, uh, Santa Cruz. The other one was like fucking Turlock or something yeah, like that. Man. It's like on the way to like like when we go to concerts, like one of the cities we always um, bump into. Well, so I was like,
0: San Jose and Sacramento both have the highest number of UFO sightings yeah. in the Correct. state yeah. of California.
2: Yeah. Oh yeah, and that's so. like right where the thirty seventh yeah. parallel happens because remember when we were coming home that one day uh from target and we started to see something crazy oh yeah, yeah, yeah. and we were just like we i was like hey dude do you see that in the sky and i, I don't know what you were doing in the car you're jacking off or yeah, something I, think was can. I believe that stop talking to me <laughs> <laughs> i mean in my corner <laughs> but anyways i was like dude look up in the sky and it looked like like two lights just flapping like a bat and, and we pull over flapping like a bat oh and we pull over, and Art's like, Oh my god, that is the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. And it was like, it looked like a UFO to us. And then an And then hit. all of a sudden, like, two other cars pull over, and like, everyone's looking like, What the fuck is that? And then a police officer pulls up, and like, they're like, Hey, what are you guys doing? And like, all I do is just like, oh, And I point up to the sky, and he just gets on his uh, walkie real quick, and he's like, And just like, peels the fuck out. He sees it and peels the fuck out. And it was just like this is what I like was thinking like when you know all these occurrences are happening. It's just like these ill-prepared police officers are having yeah. to like come up with answers of what this is. Yeah, yeah. And Chuck, he's the one you know has been studying all this and he's trying to make sense of it. It's like whoa, okay, what yeah. is this? This happening? On, and basically from San Jose. All the way to Virginia,
1: right? And and they did notice, you know, in the mapping out, they did see plenty of other incident incidences out outside of this area. Mm-hmm. Uh, they did notice it. They did map it out. They did track it. And it's not that they totally disregarded or you know did one of those things where they just tried to prove their theory, so they disregarded all these other facts. They do. They did notice other things going on north and south of these areas, yeah. but there was such a concentration in this fucking belt in this paranormal yeah. highway as and, as it was dubbed
2: and i'll po- i'll post it on our instagram which is at art jacob do america pod on uh, instagram
0: two nuts joe or whatever <laughs>
2: <laughs> but yes i did see it like where they were chuck and debbie where they mapped everything out And they did a good job, you know, mapping, you know, hey, there was a concentration up in Seattle, which is well above the 37th, you know, and some stuff in Mexico, which is well below the 37th. But a lot of it is just this heavy concentration, like you said, from all the way to San Jose, all the way to Virginia, which lies right there on the 37th uh, parallel line.
1: By the way, uh, according to uh, the volunteer fire department uh dot org uh, volunteer fd. dot org. You can fire a volunteer really uh, in much the same way that you can reject a volunteer's application. There still is a process. Someone just doesn't show show up and pick up a shovel or whatever. <laughs> so there you there is still vetting. There is still whatever. So um, it, at a, at a level like that, you can fire a volunteer, volunteer. just in the way uh, a volunteer just in the way that you can deny a volunteer. You hear that, Dwight
2: Schrute? Yep. Not That's right.
0: Anyways, so he does mention a couple of things, a couple of uh, things that don't happen necessarily in Thirty Seven Parallel, but he starts working his way to that. And you guys are right, that's the concentrated yeah. area of where it's like a total hotbed. Because at first he was like all over the place. He references the like the Sun of Silence in Mexico, where yeah. nothing electrical works, and they find strange bones and strange mutated animals. And uh, he's really fascinated by that. He found, he uh, references the hum in i think it's towns new mexico yes yeah where um there was uh i think the original the testings for the hydrogen bomb yeah Happened close yeah, by yeah. so he was uh he was wondering why and if anyone knows what the hum is it's not everyone in the in the city but a lot of people in the city can hear a hum constantly and it gets tested machines can't pick it up they don't know what it is
1: they don't know if it's like a psychological mm-hmm. thing And those people are called hearers, uh, interestingly enough. Yeah, yeah, they're called hearers um, because they can hear this shit. And, yeah, that's all I have. Interesting. Mm -hmm. And it's at a weird (laughs) frequency, too. It's at
2: 32, between 32 and 80 hertz. And, like you said, yeah, not everybody can hear it because, I mean, like us, like we've been to a bajillion concerts and I listen to my iPod, like, at full fucking blast or whatever Mm -hmm. when I'm at the gym. But, like, the people who can hear it, it's weird because – it's not like it's like some machinery outside or whatever it or you know where you go outside and you hear it loud then you come inside and it dissipates no no no. you hear it even more intensely once you come inside yeah. and they can't explain it and they mapped it out you know where people in different areas hear it at the same frequency yeah just and, like this and it, yeah that's what they compare it to
0: <clears throat> they compare it to an old refrigerator like the buzz sound of an old refrigerator mm-hmm. and is just, just so weird it would drive me crazy yeah i would fucking kill myself if I live a lot of
2: people do kill themselves which is and crazy it, about but
0: it. it's not the only place in the world it's just the most famous place in the
2: world i think there's a place in england
0: that also has the same yeah. issue
2: um, i don't know the name of that place <laughs> there's also a place in mexico there's a place in canada there's yeah, a that's place right. in eric's heart
1: right that's now. right yeah. that's right um it's a place in
2: japan in jacob's house
0: mm-hmm. yep. <laughs> um yeah i don't know pretty interesting but then yeah he works his way up air 51 is the big one yeah that he fi- he finds himself in air 51 a lot of the incidences that become him uh, make him more and more into a paranormal researcher happen around air 51 I don't. Know, we should probably do an episode on Area 51. We, yeah, we, we will.
1: Well, here's 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 the thing about the 37th parallel and, and the paranormal highway in general. Like all of these topics and all these things that we're going to touch on that we already have touched on, and you know where Jacob has touched me, those can all get their own individual <laughs> episode. episode. Yeah, they yeah. can. Right now, it's just. But the, the interesting phenomenon is just the fact that there is this one bisecting. Intersecting uh, trait, defining trait. Yeah, you know,
0: and and that's probably the most famous one is Area Fifty One. Yeah,
1: the Rossville,
2: New Mexico crash, mm-hmm. Mono Lake, uh, the Dolce Underground Alien Base in New Mexico. Um, as oh, to, the underground. Yeah, the underground. Yeah, so let's talk about that real quick. Dolce Underground Base for is like a
3: uh-huh.
2: what a lot of ufologists, I guess we can call them, state that you know they have like like an Independence Day, like where they have this yeah. underground. You know, military base where they store like all you know the air force and
1: just open it. I God. did.
2: It. it sounds cool when you just open it on the mic. Yeah. I, okay, fine. When you try to I hide it, it like it's
1: it. I don't try to hide. I just try to make it not so obvious. You're insulting
2: our our listeners' intelligence by doing that. So, but just the, fucking open it. We, but they know Ugh. we're drunk. All right, fine. Yeah. <laughs> I'm hopped up on goofballs right now. So, but anyways, bang so. energy. <laughs> The Dolce Underground alien base is... Just think of Independence Day. It's just yeah. like where the military just hides all of, you know, the UFO findings that we have. And they have alien contact on
1: these underground bunkers, basically.
2: Right. Yeah. And it's in New Mexico. By yeah, the, Roswell.
1: The thing that I, I found interesting about the whole... Uh, the underground portion of it, not just this particular base, but... Uh, I guess, evidently, across the 37th parallel, all the way across the U.S., there's just natural cave formations. Yeah. Across the 37th parallel. And... One of the theories that was put out there is that uh, there's several underground bases, some of them that are known and some of them that are unknown, um, and there are things like Fort Knox. Fort Knox is believed to have an underground portion, an underground facility that no one knows about. I believe that. That is not officially, uh, you know, everyone knows Fort Knox is there, but no one knows how deep it goes. Mm -hmm. All because part of the reason why all these military bases are on this parallel is the fact that there's already naturally already stabilized cave formations that they can just build shit into. That they have to do minimum drilling or whatnot yeah. into. Which I've heard is one of the theories as to what the hum actually is. That the hum is just constant drilling to get either a building done or if it's extraterrestrial, to get resources and so there's just constant underground drilling that's only certain people can hear
2: or just a, a way to get in and out of you know
1: right. you know the alien craft to go come in and out right you know and that was another thing that i thought that was really cool you know going back um to when i first made my premiere you know this this was the start in my mind <laughs> of um you know the Rainbow uh, the Sasquatch. The, the, uh, the art and jacob do america podcast um B E before Eric and A D E after Doctor Eric. Um, Damn, fucking. This is uh, one of the theories about the uh, Sasquatch, Sasquai, is that they live underground, and that they are actually—I uh, was going to say employees, servants of extraterrestrials. Yeah, um, they're the muscle. Yeah, exactly. They're the muscle, and that they are that they live in caves, and they are actually um, extracting specifically gold, but, you know, any sort of resources that aliens simply can't get their hands on yeah. and are too weak and feeble to mine themselves. Right. And when you're looking at the 37th Parallel that has all these caves um already naturally formed and there's all these UFO sightings, okay, whether Rainbow Sasquatch is, you know, included in that or not, it still kind of fits. The idea that they are looking for resources, that they are looking for, you know, natural ways to get underground without having to do any obvious um, surface work you yeah. know uh, there's there's stories of uh, earthquakes shallow earthquakes um, mm-hmm. happening across the country um, shallow earthquakes happening cross across the country within hours of each other and people are wondering is this related somehow is this you know uh, drilling you know d- does fracking cause earthquakes or is it really drilling under these shallow caves and the correct answer is yes Fr- fracking does yeah. uh, cause earthquakes oh yeah um, the uh the uh, extreme shifting it actually does move tectonic plates it's not as severe as a lot of people want to say um but you know it does it does occur to a, to a certain point not again not as big as whatever you know a lot of people throw a lot more shade at fracking than actually you know whatever not that it's great but anyway off point off topic uh fucking um <laughs> Eric got political for a second. <laughs> not, just not political, scientific. I'm, I don't give a fuck what you think or do. Just you know, look at the facts. Look, look, look at the research. Look at the research. And the research has shown that fracking does cause earthquakes, but they are at a significantly smaller level that people try to blame on it for. So, you know, the PR guys can fuck you. Yes, you do create earthquakes. And everyone's complaining about it. Like, fuck you. It didn't, like, destroy your home or whatever. The chemicals and stuff, that's a different story, but... Anyway, anyways, fucking, um, <laughs> Any other things? That is it fracking or is it or aliens it, drilling or it that are causing these earthquakes? aliens! It's fucking aliens! It's, it's, it's aliens fucking! It's fucking aliens! Is it fracking or is it those fucking aliens? Oh. It's fracking aliens. Fracking Put it on a t-shirt.
0: Uh, so, anyways, yeah, yeah. I mean, um, there's a couple anyway, of underground other ones. Caverns, uh, yeah. yeah. So underground cabins, a lot of them on there and like i said if you ever want to see something cool just look up the bounty mountain lights i think it's amazing the fact that you can just take pictures or take video of that mountainside and you'll just see lights and it's just mm-hmm. it's not sometimes it's always yeah so i yeah. think that's amazing the fact that no one can explain why there's just random lights on a mountain and Is that, of the speakers lights wait, in this guy
1: oh go ahead i think the ones on the mountain uh, I think it's the same one. I'd have to I say this with a grain of salt. Uh-huh. Uh, this is my disclaimer. Everything that I've ever said on this podcast and never will. this is the first time I'm gonna make this disclaimer. Take this with a grain of
0: salt.-huh.
1: <laughs> uh, there's a podcast called Science Solved it. And oh. I believe that they actually took that on and what they found was, um, it's like headlights on the mountain there no. is a mountain road yeah no it is a mountain oh, okay. road but it is at such a distance uh-huh and um i'm cracking over this. do it oh. hell yeah brother what what and hey, that's the bottom line. um but it's at such a distance and it's only like certain beams that are like the brights and the uh-huh. um well goddamn i need those gets, headlights i can barely bright, fucking see right? when i'm at Here, night. here's my counter argument to that there's not a lot of cars out there. No, and that and that's it, and that, and that's why you don't see like a constant blaring. It's just this one weird. But think about how but, okay, think about how lights and whatnot get distorted when you're driving down the road and it's fucking hot and you see the hot the the heat waves coming up, whatever the yeah. fuck that is. This is day and how it night? It. I, I don't know. Well, yeah, yeah, I'm just saying. This yeah. is this sounds. It sounds like one of those.
0: Well, you know what? The, what you're really looking at is a cattle mutilation. Is the the animal died and then its body bloated and then <laughs> yep,
2: and uh, then uh, the predators came her, and surgically ate and that's their. That's why the cow. heart's
1: missing, and that's why its penis was in its mouth. So, <laughs> nope, no, the, cal, but, no, the but, cow, the mute is. Anyway, I'm not. I'm not saying it is. I do I'm saying that I believe that. The, if the, I believe that this is the same mountain that was discussed yeah, I've in that, heard episode that science of Yeah, I've So. Okay, that's science a- solved it science versus is also another great one but science solved it was the one that I I,
2: I don't know because okay usually i side I would sign with logic here but fucking how do you explain like the Joplin spook Lights, yeah. and the, the Foo Joplin spook fucking. light
0: okay yeah let's get into the Foo Fighters and then obviously okay, we yeah, yeah. get
2: into Area 51 so we have all this Everlong these, these lights in the sky so it's not just the Browning lights but then you have the Jop- <laughs> Joplin spook lights you have the Foo Fighters which is what the band named
0: themselves one of these after. things is not like
1: the other
2: yeah, exactly Hello. and and the foo
0: fighters get the same from that comic book the foo fighters yeah yeah which i want to still get
1: the uh oh i saw it fuck i i had his name written down somewhere the the surrealist not surrealist it, it was a comic that kind of got surreal and one of his uh, catchphrases was where there's food there's fire mm-hmm. yeah and some people say it was uh, uh, an offshoot of the french word for food. fire oh so where there's food, he was essentially saying that where there's fire, there's fire. Oh. But he's also supposed to be southern, so it, it's supposed to be maybe his pronunciation of fuel. So where there's yeah. fuel, there's fire. Well, but that's where I found out it
2: came from is like when World War II was happening. So the Allied forces, you know, which is you know America, uh, France, and Britain or whatever, they would see these crazy lights that would follow them day and night. You know, these bright balls of fire. The planes. <clears throat> Back in um, November of 1944, and. They couldn't explain it, and they would say, like, okay, they would try to outmaneuver them, they would try to follow them, and it would, they would just, just could not escape them. And they would just move in in such a, a way that it, it wasn't like it was, like, enemy, you know, tactics or whatever, or somebody trying to attack them or something, but just something curious that was yeah. trying to, like, organically follow them. And then it would just disappear, like, as soon as it, yeah. you know, would come, it would disappear. And they thought it was, you know, the Germans, you know, with some new technology or something like that. And it was driving, you know, the the air the air pilots crazy. And um, there's a story where one of the, you know, Air Force pilots, he went into the office and they were trying to, you know, make, because the FBI was even uh, yeah. taking it on. And he's like, what is it? And he goes, I don't know, but these fucking Foo Fighters are out in the sky. And that's where he got it from. Probably right. from that comic or no, whatever. Yeah, they he did definitely got it from the got comic. It from the yeah, comic they comic did say book. they got
1: it from the comic, but it was. Because it was like something like
2: 22 like, Skidoo or whatever, like yeah. the like 1940s lingo or whatever. And so like, he was just like, I don't know, these fucking faux fighters or whatever. And like that's like the it's actual. It's just an flow. unknown. Yeah, it's an unknown yeah. fucking. Well,
1: the, the was it's like a, a UFO. Like, a, they, a UFO, technically speaking, doesn't have to be an alien. It's just yeah. an unidentified, unidentified object. flying object. Yeah. I could throw a fucking Frisbee out the backyard and someone looks up and says, What the fuck is that? And then they see it's a Frisbee. That's an unidentified flying object. So in the same way, they called these things Foo Fighters like what the fuck is that I don't know yeah. it's a fucking Foo Fighter it's, yeah. it's, it's
0: he, a fucking light the, the guy was a big fan of the comic book yeah. he, he brings that up later on that he was a big fan yeah. of the comic book and that's why he kept calling him that and a lot of the soldiers started calling it that because I guess the main character or the main two characters in the Foo Fighter things mm-hmm. yeah. have these two little planes and they fly like oh, yeah. distorted yeah,
1: yeah. like sprouts. So and his and his phrase is where there's Foo there's yeah. fire and so yeah. Foo Fire Foo yeah. Fighter and yeah it, it became this and then we got Dave Grohl and his his uh, cronies yeah man there you go yeah. And then when, when the war ended and
0: they captured the German soldiers, um, they were like, So you need to tell us now what that what those things in the sky were and they were like, Dude. We what it is. They were like, We thought that was you guys.
2: So they were just as baffled yeah. by the lights as you know, as the Americans were. Yeah. And I they have like I was trying to find, you know, some kind of explanation, some kind of scientific explanation what these, you know, lights in the sky were because it's fucking interesting. It's a phenomenon. It's not like it's like the Aurora Borealis, like when you go to, you know, Alaska. Because mm-hmm. we've all been to Alaska, right? Oh, yeah, oh, yeah dude. I'm like, there the every time. other weekend. Yeah, man. Well, you can explain you it. Know, I was just...
1: late today because I was coming back from Alaska, as a matter of fact. I'm sorry, guys. That's my bad. You trout know fisting. Know I mean? Yeah, you know what I mean? That's it. Trout, trout fisting. I was trout fisting, dude. <laughs> it's fucking trout fisting, dog. Fucking. What is that? when you stick your fist in the trout? Yeah, I mean, I'm mouth? just no, I'm not even. Which I'm not part even of ever... the
0: fish are you sticking your fist You know what I mean?
1: I'm saying. Both sides? I'm. I'm going to say Trout Fisting. That's it. You you, you think of it oh, what I you I will. Oh, you said Trout Fisting. I did. Yeah, you, and you think I did of that too. what you will. Yeah, Trout Fisting. I
2: mm-hmm. meant to say fishing, by the way. Yeah. I'm sorry. I apologize. I, I, when I drink, I when I drink a lot of caffeine, my mind goes faster than my mouth can catch
1: up to. And so. that is how effective Bang Energy is. It's so fucking good. Bang so rush out to your, your local like Chevron and buy it for two for $4. Bang Energy fuels so many of our fucking podcasts. Almost all of them, I think.
2: Mm, pretty much,
0: yeah.
1: yeah. Since you came on, yeah. Anyway, speaking of Bang Energy, Trout Fisting. Droughtfisting.com. I'm sorry. Anyways,
2: the light's in the sky or whatever. its just, uh, Nothing I could find could explain what the hell it was. Some people were, like, like you said, like, oh, maybe it's uh, headlights or whatever. But if Air Force pilots are seeing them, how do you explain that? Like, yeah. there's not vehicles. And back in 1944, they don't yeah. have high-powered, like, LED fucking beams that can fucking, you know, shoot out that high. Right. I mean, they're still fucking driving jalopies, for God's sake, you know. So it's like, what is this? these things that both, you know, the Germans – you know, the access of evil basically yeah. is seeing and the allied forces is seeing, as well as you know, random spots all over you know, the United States and abroad as well. It was a French kid with a kite, That's Fucking <laughs> French. I hope it was. He would,
0: <laughs> <laughs> mm. um, anyway. So, uh, what's this, Ben Ben Zucchini, Ben Mesrick, Ben Mesric, Zucchini? Sorry, uh, yeah. So, anyways, <laughs> he, um, the thing that makes this book so interesting is that eventually this thing happens where he goes on an archaeological dig uh through the area of where uh uh the roswell crash landing happened right and he takes his sister they're going through this eventually they find a little piece of metal that cannot be explained yeah and um he puts out this press release i think that's what got him fired i think Mm -hmm he puts out the press release saying like hey i found this strange piece of metal it doesn't feel like other metals it's super light it's paper the way it's like paper but it's metal um can someone just help me analyze it and he gets a call from mr bigelow from bigelow airspace owner of skinwalker ranch
1: wait really yeah i mean bigelow that's oh that is his name yeah
0: <laughs> i can't think of his name something bigelow i don't know bigelow? bam bam bigelow that's it uh owner of uh, Bigelow airspace, and, <laughs> and he says, I'll analyze it for you. He takes the piece of metal, uh, analyzes it, and says, Yup, this is unlike anything else on Earth. I'm not saying it's alien. I'm just saying we've never seen anything like this. By the way, I'm keeping this now. <laughs> oh, yeah. shit. And then never hears from him again. And that's kind of where I'm at in the book right yeah. now. So oh, There you go.
1: It's <laughs> not. Okay, so up to this point, this has actually been Art's Burke report. Um, so, yeah. uh, fucking. Give you a C. Um, I'm still thinking about Bam Bam Bigelow as a gigolo. That's bam, that's where like, <laughs> That's that's Speaking terrifying. Speaking of lights on your head, yeah. Yeah, Bam, bam right. Bigelow.
0: Yeah, and then I don't know if you want to get into Skinwalker Ranch, which also falls into the 37th
2: parallel, and which uh, I want to bring up as well. Yeah, like back, you know, if anybody's ever listened to episode four from the Art and Jacob Do America podcast, I talk about this. Um, every Fourth of July, um, for a while, uh, we used to drive from Bakersfield all the way up to Utah. Uh, to visit my grandparents Because for some godforsaken reason They moved from LA to Utah I don't know why you do that But hey, that's what my grandparents did yep. So we had to drive there Which is a fucking long ass drive So we would meet halfway um, I believe in Mesquite, Nevada <clears throat> skeet, skeet, skeet Skeet, skeet, Nevada And <laughs> you meet up with my grandpa And for whatever reason My grandfather Because he was an Air Force pilot mm-hmm. Or he worked Or he was in the Air Force I shouldn't say he was a pilot He was an Air Force mechanic I take that back Sorry, Grandpa don't haunt me tonight at least not for that yeah i'll lie to jesus again, right? I'm
1: jacob
0: <laughs> sorry go ahead so he, <laughs> for some reason he
2: takes us to skinwalker ranch or just outside of it or whatever and he starts like talking about like all this crazy stuff because before right before my grandfather died a couple years ago 2011 I say, 2010 um he was telling us yeah i worked in area 51 yeah you know he did all these crazy things he helped come up with the concept for the stealth pilot he started like unloading all this stuff now my grandpa he didn't die you know of any you know like alzheimer's or anything like dead of a heart attack so he was mentally there and he like it made sense because before all this uh back 20 years before this is when he takes us to the, this portion of skinwalker ranch and starts talking about all this crazy stuff my mom's like look. I just, I just, I'm a board game Christian. I don't know anything about this. I don't want to know about anything about this. But he started telling us. He goes, "Yeah, there's, a, uh, you know, Indian burial here, and you know, this is where you know they see a lot of you know extraterrestrial yeah. things that you know that we've been analyzing with my work or whatever." And he goes, "You guys can't tell anybody about this." <laughs> Obviously, I'm telling <laughs> yeah. you. You know, am telling so 20 years later, but I'll, this is like I want to say like 1990 or something like that. Before
0: the internet. Before the internet. Okay, so
1: I'm going to send a stamp Before Al Gore. I'm going to send stamp Before Al Gore inventing the internet. Yeah. Um, I'm going to send stamped envelopes to various loved ones uh, with notes in them. And if we end up dead in the next 48 hours or so after this is released, fucking, I need those uh, fucking envelopes opened. And there will be a nice heartfelt message with uh, a glitter bomb. I just
0: want to say, if I ever commit suicide, the government did it. Investigate. Do we know it? So
2: well anyways so tell us about
0: skinwalker ranch art so anyways the name skinwalker ranch comes which from, is like a great fucking name by the way yeah I, I so do you guys know where shit. that comes from no okay yes. so it comes from the native american uh i don't want to say urban legend but they have their own version of this shape-shifting humanoid that can turn into animals and turns into different creatures and it like basically kills yeah people and like survives on like the flesh of people so that's what a skinwalker is it's it's actually like such a like sacred thing that they you were not even allowed to mention that yeah it's actually not called that like the the ranch itself isn't called skinwalker ranch but it got it got the name because native americans were scared of that place because they said yeah. that's that's where all the skinwalkers lived in the in the little like caves inside of skinwalker ranch mm-hmm. uh so a family bought skinwalker ranch Bought they bought they owned they owned it they lived there for like a month before they ended up moving out because they had so many bad experiences with like wolves coming to their house, wolves that were like tr- transforming into humans that were like, fuck this shit. They sold it to Bigelow and that's where the name comes
1: from. Yeah, I, um... Uh, what, one of the other things that I noticed that I, that I saw and the uh, Native Americans kind of being scared of the area was that along the 37th Parallel, there's a lot of sacred Native American burial grounds. Oh, yeah, um, yeah. And uh, with their own... um Oh, not just burial grounds, but the sacred areas that have yeah. like monoliths and have. Well,
2: they even, even when um, the government was splitting, you know, the territories or whatever, um, part of it, the 37th was split uh, with the Kansas Nebraska Act of 1854, where, you know, they believed it was, you know, the, the boundary line between the Cherokee and I'm going to fucking mispronounce this other tribe's name, but the Osage reservations or whatever. So the it means old, soggy. The old soggy? Old soggy. Old
1: soggy. Old soggy. That's exactly what I heard. Yeah, but, you all know. Old soggy. No, old two nut soggy nut Tony. <laughs> <laughs> so you can even Wikipedia this, too, because, yep. I mean. You I, can we, Wikipedia two nuts, soggy nut Tony. Yep, that, too. Actually, can but no, we make the, that Wikipedia page? All
0: of the hate mail goes to Jacob That's right, jacobfixen.com.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: I Ooh, wish I that had a jacobfixen.com. <laughs> awesome. We'll but just yeah. put
1: a picture of you on there and just says, I has a dot .com.
2: But the 37th Parallel's <laughs> official wiki, it, it talks about the Kansas-Nebraska Act. It doesn't talk about anything that we're talking about right here, but it talks about, you know, hey, you know, the 37th Parallel, that's where Congress decided back in 1854 to split um, Kansas and Nebraska. And, you know, because of that, because of that very fact is that they believe that's where the border yep. of the Cherokee and Osage uh, <laughs> Indian tribes, you know, had their, you know, traditional territorial um, border. And you notice that, yeah, like you said, that there was a lot of stuff going from basically area fifty one all the way up into Virginia, these crazy just like um concentration of just like sacred right. indian not i don't want to say burial grounds, but just sacred lands sacred from, areas, yeah, yeah,
1: one of the things that I saw was um if you if you mapped out like the constellation of the stars right now. Um, various stars, that would be pulsars and various, um, uh, basically really bright pulsating stars mm-hmm. um, that we can't see right now because of you know because of the city lights and all that. Um, they line up directly over during a certain time of year. They a bunch of them line up directly over the thirty seventh parallel wow. in certain locations, and those spots where if you look directly up and you can see a pulsating star directly above you. There's a lot of um, Indian, uh, Native American monuments or sacred grounds, stuff like that. And uh, the theory is we've got no fucking idea. We can't see that shit. But at the time, you know, when, when this is going on, all you have to do is, you know, step, you know, 100 feet away from a campfire. And for the Native Americans, it's pitch fucking black and you can make out every single little star that is twinkle twinkling in the sky Mm -hmm. every little wrinkle all that stuff so you could the theory is that they could Jiminy Cricket that shit and see a star actually pulsing they could see a pulsing light because it was so fucking dark Mm -hmm. darker than we can get right now well it even goes to the the
2: pyramids that I was talking about earlier like that's all like just lining up stars and shit like the points of the pyramids or whatever is lining up stars and constellations and stuff like that the Egyptian pyramids? yeah or even the ones in Mexico as well, even
1: the Asian. ones, yeah. that, even yeah. the ones in China. Yeah,
2: that people don't really talk about.
0: What yeah. about the ones here in Biggest
1: Yeah, yeah. We should I do an it.
0: episode on the Chinese pyramids. Yeah, I am a big fan of the no, China but, Yeah, so
1: like like those those areas where you can look directly up and see they they think that they, they thought oh this is a fucking you know there's a message coming there's you know whatever yeah. the Indians would have referred to as Morse code mm-hmm. said so there's something going on. This is a sacred spot because that light directly above us chose this well, spot to pulse well, down even on. Even
2: Native Americans, like they talk about, like in their folklore or whatever, is you know, you know, these people coming, you know, in vehicles, and, yeah. you yeah. know, to to visit. Yeah. Them. and they we're talking about, and we're not even talking about like you know stories that are being told now. I'm talking about like you know when the the, the settlers when they came here to America, they were getting these stories about people coming over, yeah. right. And it, they weren't talking about Columbus, you know, his red hair coming over and making. You know, making them have babies with them, little mestizos Mm -hmm. or whatever. You're (laughs) you're talking about people that people from the sky. Talking
1: about flying Pintos, yeah. Yeah,
0: and
2: and that ties into another thing that
0: pops up in the book is uh, he brings up the I think it's the Anasazi that Mm -hmm. live in that little region of the 37th parallel who used to build their homes in the very top of the mountains, and people would they couldn't figure out why they would put it in such a like uncomfortable place, such a like dangerous high up place, and so and. That's a race of people like a, a tribe of Native Americans that just like disappeared overnight. Yeah. So he investigated that too. He brought it up and his theory was that they, they were uh, hiding from something that lived in that area as well. So because they just disappeared. So it's kind of an interesting little thing with the Native Americans in that land.
1: See, my personal theory is that you know, up there in the mountains, a lot of their houses were on the side of the fucking hills, like the L.A. hills. Uh-huh. There was just a good ass fucking earthquake, and uh-huh. they all went away. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. The houses, well, their were houses there, are just, still there. Well, yeah, just the ones that were you know stable. You know, well, did the well, They the didn't, down that down didn't there. have a yeah. shitty you know yeah. uh, construction shoe. Someone that they they had people that yeah. uh, followed all the yeah. uh, federal guidelines and made everything <laughs> up to <the> snuff. <snow. laughs> I don't know, but I basically think. they just the the guys that died. They just got the equivalent of uh, fucking Mexicans to. To build their shit Oh fuck They could have gotten Mexicans I don't fucking know We've been around <laughs> for a long time
0: I'm trying to figure out
1: I'm trying to See if I can find
0: Oh yeah So they have these like It's, like, an entire, like, thing. And they just
1: all disappeared. It's all just gone. Yeah, there's not... There's no... And and one of those things, it's, like, you expect at least somewhere in a back room that was perfectly sealed or something like that to find one body that's, like, perfectly preserved. I do think it's cool that it looks like an actual city. Like, it looks so modern. Yeah, it does. It does. There's... It looks like an actual... There's actual, like... Uh, Civic ish centers. That's where the Lakers play. Yeah, uh-huh. that's it. That's right there. <laughs> the <name> that was <laughs> a that was, good that, was actually, that was the very first Lakers before they even moved to Minneapolis. <laughs> wow. Yep.
2: So everybody that's not watching us on Facebook Live are is googling the city that the what are they called the Anasazi? The Anasazi uh, Indians. The fucking the <laughs> their city that they had made up. Oh, yeah. in the and hill. then this is these are the creatures that
0: they thought they were running away from.
2: Oh, Which yeah, and that's the, another uh, thing too, like the hieroglyphics, like the yeah. Indian hieroglyphics yeah. that shows like okay the the Indians themselves like looking up to the sky and seeing these um things in the sky, like these flying objects in the yep. sky so hey, for,
1: so for Fun. those of you that don't know when it, when art said that these are the monsters that uh they were hiding from he he just oh. uh Pointed to a picture of Dick Cheney. <laughs> <laughs> no, he pointed to a picture of hieroglyphs that were put up, and what was believed to what be it all there. Looked like sure. Dick yeah, Cheney one of them did. Yeah,
2: right. Dick Cheney went over there with his chalk and made them. La- yep. Dick Cheney with the laser gun. Yeah, that's right. Laser gun. Ah, shoot people in the face. I'm gonna make alien ex- Conspiracies go wild. Ah, get out of here. I right, time travel on the weekends.
1: Oh, right, you know what? Fuck it. Let's just do a Dick Cheney episode next time. <laughs>
3: <Jacob> <laughs>
2: to
0: America.
3: Okay, I guess. I guess that's my
1: answer. Fuck.
0: No, I was, I'm down for that, but at the same time, like... I don't know what it we could seems do with like, like that, yeah. It seems like it would be, like, a 30-minute episode and then the other... All right,
2: guys. Darden Jacob, do America. Like and subscribe, and hopefully you didn't unsubscribe because you're a Republican. Love Dick <laughs> Cheney. But, but anyways, 37 <laughs> Parallel. Yes, speaking of Dick What Cheney. else we got? So, I mean, another thing, too, is just alien sightings. Um, they know they started pinpointing it. Again, I'll post the picture of, you know, what they they plotted on the you know the map of the United States. And, you know, they, they, like the Bigfoot sightings, they mapped all those out. And, yes, there's a high concentration in the Pacific Northwest, but there's also a high concentration, you know, along the 37th parallel as yep. well. But a big one, too, was the alien sighting. Speaking, you know, to tie it in with the uh, Native Americans, Um, along the 37th parallel which like you said goes from San Jose all the way to Virginia if you know when they when they started plotting like all the recent sightings that you know people were you know going through uh, whether it be the Aztec New Mexico incident of 1948 um, or anything like that they would start plotting it and there was a high concentration of UFO sightings along that belt and you know whether it was from San Jose, like you said, San Jose and Sacramento, yep. where they see a lot of it at, or if it was in Missouri, you know, where <laughs> <year> <laughs> Good word, I think that Debbie, Debbie it, Downer, Debbie's ziegler Chuck Zukowski's sister, lived. It all fell on this high concentration on the 37th Parallel.
1: Another thing about it, it wasn't the, the, the infamous Bigfoot sighting. You know, I always have a hard time asking Rainbow Sasquatch about this because, you know, we're good buddies and, like this on Library of the Past. But wasn't that, like, right off of the thirty seventh parallel, too? Like, there's a huge amount of sightings oh, yeah, in the yeah, Pacific yeah. Northwest. But the actual infamous video yeah, actually, was right yeah. off of – was in California, mm-hmm. um, just uh, not too far north from here on along the coast in a valley that I think is – yeah, I think it's right off of the thirty seventh parallel. Now yeah, that I think about it, it's not
2: on the thirty seventh. it's Like somewhere between like, yeah. the thirty eighth parallel, somewhere. Yeah, like this.
1: In, re- in, in reality, the subject isn't the thirty seventh parallel. The subject is the thirty sixth to thirty eighth ish parallel. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, and, and that's also a region that those like, especially that four corners area. Yeah, that's the region that has like an abnormally high number of people reporting abduction cases, like UFO yeah, abduction yeah. cases. Mm-hmm. So especially so that seems to be like the big hotbed area not yeah. that the rest of the 37th parallel isn't popping but that little corner of
1: the four the four corners the four area corners. Seems to well be what it popping. is is because is like i said the four corners is not actually on the four corners evidently so aliens keep parking lot aliens keep fucking popping people up and going like what the fuck's going on which is it we don't know is it google <laughs> or is it the monument tell us yeah.
2: that's it's what they want to know
1: gotcha. google google's right
2: I always trust google let me tell you this right now this has nothing to do with 37th parallel but if you have an iphone do not fucking trust Siri with your directions,
1: okay? Mm. I'll tell you that. Trust Fuck Google that. Maps. I always put Google Maps on that shit. That bitch tried to kill me. She told me to take a, a, a wrong turn down a one-way street one time. Ended Multiple times. On Luther yep. King Avenue. Bye. Yep. Fuck, she tried to kill me. You know why? Because I've been talking shit about her in the car. She finally got fed up. <laughs> I'm all about Alexa, baby. There you go. <laughs> Did you see that Death Grips Alexa thing I
0: posted? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> tell our listeners, sir. <laughs> Dude, I was laughing so hard when she's like uh He's like, can you tell me the stocks or whatever?
2: He's like, fuck the truth! And just just like. <laughs> I don't know. It's funny. Anyways, continue. Hey, you got anything else? I'm pretty much done. But uh, what was the name of that book? Um,
1: the Thirty Seventh Parallel. Yes, yeah, Thirty Seventh Parallel. <laughs> it was actually <laughs> that would have taken so much. So much. everything is Googleable, but you know, you, you, we got to make sure and find out. Yeah. I don't know. I just
2: want to make sure we cover all our bases. But that book's actually written by Ben
1: Mesrick, uh-huh. yeah. Uh who
2: interviewed Chuck Zukowski. Now Ben yeah, he, Mesrick... He, is he was the guy who uh, wrote the book that inspired the movie 21, which is that Kevin Spacey movie about, yeah. you know, college kids going and, you know, counting cards or whatever. They're actually and making he, a movie about this. Yeah, no, yeah. that's where I'm leading to. Oh. And then he actually wrote <laughs> the book that inspired the social network as well. So he's he's the one he wrote the book. Yeah. The thirty seventh parallel. If
0: David Fincher directs this, oh my god! Oh yeah, it's gonna be yeah. amazing.
2: No, no so, but, but, the, but apparently it's from the same producers that picked up the movie fucking San Andreas,
1: so it might feature uh, The Rock, dude. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so to tie everything oh together, make it a
2: th- full circle, The Rock might star dude, in the thirty seventh. Can you believe
1: it? If The Rock is fucking trying to figure only, out why his cows, why his Brahma bull has been mutilated? Oh my god, god.
3: <laughs> that's it. <laughs> only if. That's they, why he got it. his tattoo, tattoo covered. Yep. Oh my fucking God.
0: Only if they add the part where he pretends to be dating his sister. <laughs>
1: then, <laughs> then I'd be down for The Rock to play himself. Okay. Yep. That's an Academy that's Award. That's an Academy Award right there. Yep. Not, that he, not that he hasn't had so many to begin with, but yeah. he's going to have another one right here. <laughs> if he Mama, I'm coming home by if Ozzie can Ozzie play Osborne an amputee, right yep. yeah. he can do it all.
2: That's right. <laughs> born on the 4th of july uh, yeah. fucking
1: remake have you guys born seen that out i don't
0: know oh. that movie where he plays in fbt i don't know he does yeah yeah, yeah. he like jumps out of a building and like uh, the whole skyscraper like, or some shit like that yeah it's yeah. called
2: i think it's called skyscraper yeah. or some stupid shit i don't know
0: it has the
1: rock in it. it's not stupid bite your tongue <laughs> <laughs> damn
2: i like to think i know all of the rocks fucking mm.
1: they
0: should do one where he's in a wheelchair you know what they should have done is when you play the scorpion king they should have had his upper body be the scorpion. <laughs> they should have just had his legs running around. Dude, the rock does
2: have some really nice legs, I'll tell
0: you. He that. never
1: skips a leg day. But still, that, no. What would have be been even better is if it had been a scorpion with six of the rock's legs. But okay, or a
2: scorpion, but rock's
1: arms. There you go. No, Within no six, six rock legs and two rock arms. Oh, yeah. well, all you halfway. need is the elbow. I mean, that's true. That's, that's all true. you really need. All right, so six. So six rock legs, one rock elbow. And then a scorpion pincer. No, no,
2: no. And then you got to have the eyebrow.
1: And then the eyebrow. Okay. Yeah. One yeah. eyebrow. One eyebrow. So one walk- raised. Okay. Yeah, that's right. Okay. So are we done with this haggling now? Can we fucking...
2: Because <laughs> I'm <Jake>, uh, <laughs>
0: Anyway. Um, so no, wait, 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 Okay. So the, the author
1: of this oh, book, wait. the author of this book real quick. Um, ben Misric. Ben Misric. Misric didn't just like write the book. He didn't go on. He actually immersed himself. Uh, yeah. He's a total in, believer now. Yeah, he, he actually. And he got, started
2: off as a skeptic as well. Yeah. He's like, all oh, this jabroni right here. You know what I'm saying? Like, what the fuck is he talking about with all these UFOs and Bigfoots and, yeah, and underground
1: caverns or whatever? And by my understanding, he went out and he met up with Zucchini and Zucchini <laughs> gave him a fucking gun and said, him. come on, we're going out and we're going to go fucking yeah, see. Yeah, some used to die, baby. And, yeah. and so he was literally immersed. He was doing the. Yeah, uh, the searches and, and everything, the excavation. He was yeah. going out. He had his own bulletproof vest and flashlights and binoculars and it's guns. Sh- and by the of way, stuff that- by
2: the way, the fucking Chuck Zukowski, the, the ufologist or whatever, if you Google his fucking, uh, his UFO fucking chasing truck or whatever, he has the most
1: badass
0: fucking yep. truck of Oh, all yep. I don't know. I know yeah, that the he Twister takes-
1: motherfuckers have nothing on them.
2: I know no. that he takes his entire family in that RB. Is that, is that the RB you're talking
0: no, about?
1: No, no, no. It's
2: like a Dodge Ram. Full no, fucking- yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's got, like, an alien head. Because you know how, like, trucks, like, they have, like, that back window that can slide in and out or whatever? He has, like, a little alien head, like, popping out or whatever. It's the
1: sickest shit I ever Mm -hmm. saw in my life. But he's got fucking, um, yeah, yeah, he does have a van where he does take the family. He is a family man. He does take his, yeah, the mystery machine uh, (laughs) that he takes the family to. But but he has the more heavy-duty shit for when he's going on his own and really being serious.
0: Yeah, there's a little touching moment in the book where uh, he, uh, they talk about how his wife puts up with all this shit. About. Yeah, that's and, love. Yeah. That's true yeah. love right there. you had it's... a
1: really good sex. <laughs> that could be a phenomenon. That could be an alien dick right he there. Got... That's it. <laughs> <laughs> he,
2: he's just got a thicker than a Snickers uh, that's ding ding-dong. That's, that's it. Verse. That's
1: what
0: it is. Thicker than a Snickers ding-dong. <laughs>
1: there you go.
0: Because <laughs> i <I'm Jake>. yeah. <laughs> So, anyways. Uh, like anything else? Covered... Oh,
1: yes. Speaking of covering all our bases, have we anything else? Um, Elizabeth Jackman, here's a shout-out. Oh yeah, every time. Yep. I want to shout her
2: out because uh-huh. I saw her at the gym, and I finally mustered up enough courage to say, <laughs> "Hey, did they promote you to fifth degree back- black belt yet?" And she looked me dead in the eye like a fucking White Walker on Game of Thrones. She said, "Bitch."
0: Like a skinwalker.
2: It's six degrees. <laughs> I believe you. Yeah. And then she proceeded to put me in a flying arm bar and I was like, oh, "Okay, thank God it was arm day." So, anyways, anyways. you guys want to wrap it. this shit up? That's it
0: uh nothing nothing to report
2: okay wait we just finished reporting the whole fucking <laughs> <laughs> i guess art's bang is wearing off
0: so. well what do you mean Oh, i thought were, is we're giving out shout outs to people oh. oh okay yeah
2: so at this portion of the podcast we're just gonna <laughs> move swiftly away from top the topic yep. or whatever and just say to all of our listeners hopefully after this episode you didn't unsubscribe or whatever so, with that said, please make sure you do subscribe if this is the first time you listen to our show. Yep. Just go to your little iTunes machine or whatever on your phone. That's it. Or in your computer. Or if you don't fuck with Apple products, um, I need you to go to the Google store or what, what other stores are there? Just go, There's a Google store and there's a fucking Apple Play.
0: Well that's what he said If there's
1: not an Apple store If you're not an Apple Google Android Android, Android, The Android store Oh yeah the
2: Android store store, Or the Google Or the iTunes store Or whatever Go to wherever you fucking listen To podcasts or whatever And just hit subscribe
1: And leave us a fucking review I'm curious to know What you guys think about this shit Tell us We're not gonna get better If you don't tell us What what you do and don't like So just let us know You know what I mean And uh, as I've said before If we like it and if we think you're right we will make the changes and if we think you're wrong you can suck my left testicle wait
0: there was that girl that like posted like you guys should do an episode on the 37th parallel and we had already decided on that oh know? that's right yeah Except see this is alex lozano oh shout out to alex lozano
1: yeah you fucking liar you said you didn't have any more fucking shout outs
0: oh i just remember that one because uh-huh, we had already uh-huh. decided How what convenient. the next topic was going to be mm-hmm. and then alex lozano
1: said you
2: guys should do an episode on 37th parallel Actually
0: not, and and, and, and oh, you know well, what? I don't know.
1: That's the only voice I got. She, and when she hears this episode, she's gonna be very she's disappointed. Like, yeah, damn, that guy does a really good impression of me. <laughs> <laughs> I am so impressed with the impression, Alex. But I am so disappointed by how they covered the topic. Alex, you have so much better. I do not speak for these two drones. You can talk like <laughs>
2: Jessica Rabbit, okay? Jabroni, please. <laughs> So, Eric, you want to give the fucking social media shout-out? Uh, yeah. And uh,
1: Art and Jacob Do America. Uh, like a uh, podcast. Like the page on Facebook. Join the Art and Jacob Do America group on Facebook. Uh, check out the Instagram uh, at Art and Jacob Do America Pod. Where's the podcast? Pod. Pod. Uh, uh, at Art and Jacob Do America Pod. You can find me at AB Castillo the First. That's with a number one on Instagram. That's really all I do. I'm never even on Facebook anymore or any of this shit. Um, Art is at robots, robots, versus robots versus robots. That's right. And then Jacob is basically just on the uh, the the uh, podcast Instagram. Yeah.
2: Um, I don't fuck with the, my personal Instagram hardly ever. No, anymore. although I
1: will say you and that uh, hula skirt or whatever the fuck it was, <laughs> that was sexy, dude. It. I'll post that on ours. That was beautiful. That yeah. was beautiful. Yeah. So uh,
2: with that said, everybody, hope you have a good night.
1: Have a good night. Be good out there.
3: What's up guys, this is Rhett Hall, the host of The Wallfly. Each week I sit down with someone that I find interesting and through conversation, learn what motivates them to do what they do. They may be a YouTuber, a podcaster, a writer, a musician, or literally anything else in the creative space, but they all have one thing in common. They want to inspire new creatives to get started, and that's my goal as well. I invite you, the audience, to become a fly on the wall in these conversations and hear all these great things that we're talking about. If you're interested, you can download the podcast anywhere that you would get podcasts or by visiting braintrust.fm. You can also follow me on social media, on Facebook and Twitter, at Wallfly Podcasts, or join my private group, The Wallfly Society, and join in on the conversation. We love talking about the guests and everything that's going on behind the scenes with the show. Join me every Thursday as I try to create a better world, one conversation at a time.
2: Hello, Steve here from Baked and Awake. If you're hearing my voice right now, it means that one of my friends in the podcast Builders League has selected this message for inclusion on their show. For that, I am humbled and grateful, to say the least. Anyway, I'm just visiting here on your favorite podcast today to tell you that my show, Baked and Awake, is a podcast about cannabis, conspiracies, and you. New episodes come out weekly. Baked and Awake can be heard on iTunes, Spotify, and everywhere podcasts can be found. Thanks for listening, and if you happen to be one of my listeners already, you know I like to sign off with my customary salutation. Smoke Indica and do shit anyway.